The world's economies run on their supply chains. Understanding them is the key to keeping global products moving. Welcome to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane, a series of business podcasts co-produced by the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. In this series of episodes, we explore new transportation technologies. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is brought to you by Here Technologies. Accelerate your business with location intelligence. Here now is your moderator, Supply Chain Quarterly's executive editor, Susan Lacefield. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us for our latest series of podcasts on transportation technology. Today, we are talking about the evolution of freight matching technologies with Pete Lunenfeld, Chief Technology Officer for the freight marketplace, TruckStop. Pete, thanks so much for joining us today. Love being here. Thank you, Susan. Oh, great. Uh, so, Pete, securing freight capacity has become much easier over the last decade with the emergence of digital freight matching technologies. How would you describe the impact that these technologies are having on supply chain? You know what? It's probably similar to what digitization has brought to most of our lives, mm. convenience and speed. Mm. I think about how everything I do regularly as just a regular old person, checking sports scores, booking flights, finding music. You know, what's happened is we have so many more choices to deliver to us so much more quickly, which you would think would be a good thing, but often it's not, right? Mm -hmm. um, tyranny of choice. Mm -hmm. But as time has gone by, these tools have gotten better. They allow us to sort and filter and judge those mountains of choice into smaller and more targeted chunks. Uh, I think of Spotify, they have something like 100 million songs, right? Uh, it doesn't matter how much I like music, no one's going to listen to that much music <laughs> in their lifetime, right? So mm -hmm. they've had to create genres and you know lists that if I like something that you like, then maybe what you like, I'll like. And really, that's what the digital providers have learned to do, is provide us the tools to find the right song, if you will, to keep that analogy going. So in the freight matching space, truck companies like TruckStop has been able to aggregate the attention of hundreds of thousands of carriers with capacity, plus brokers mm -hmm. and shippers that have hundreds of thousands of loads per day to ship, kind of starts sounding like the 100 million songs, right? But yes. like Spotify, we supply the tools so that the brokers and the shippers can quickly find the right carriers and carriers can find the right loads. Everybody wins. And as we say, the world becomes a better place. Excellent. I really like that analogy. It, it really helps clarify what freight matching accomplishes. But um, could you tell us a little bit about how predictive freight matching can help shippers and carriers deal with like the truck driver shortage? Yeah, that's such an interesting question, right? And so let me take that in a few kind of chapters. First, we need to help the shippers build relationships with the carriers they prefer to work with. Let's call them their friends, right? These are the folks that they want to reach out to first because they have good relationships with them. But in any particular day, that carrier may or may not have capacity in that particular city or lane or just on that day. And then the shipper or broker has to broaden their search, right? They need to kind of expand it into the entire market. So what we've done is we've acquired a brand new company called Freight Friend. They have a suite of technologies that build on these relationships and they can help our customers focus on that first choice, you know, the carriers that they wanna work with every day. But then if they're unable to use that carrier for any reason, they're able to reach out to the spot market, which is another way of saying, 
the entire universe of transportation. And that's where Truck Stop already excels. So mm. freight friend tools help brokers and shippers build their carrier relationships directly into their management and matching tools. This gives them access to freight and capacity earlier, you know, so their chance of using that carrier they want to use goes up. And as we then try to relay that into driver shortage, which is a totally different thing, but I promise it's related, <laughs> by building up these private relationships first, the broker and the shipper can access that right carrier faster, and that's the magic wand. Mm. So the faster the shipper and carrier find that right match, the more efficient and profitable both sides of the transaction are. And especially on the carrier side, when they get more efficient, this is what helps mitigate the driver shortage. They mm -hmm. use their drivers and equipment more effectively. There's less deadhead between loads. There's less downtime for the driver and the truck finding the next load. And that ends up creating more capacity with less equipment and drivers. I told you it was a long story, but it was worth it, right? No, it is. It, it it works, and it's it's something nice that the sh shipper can do on their end to to help with this this shortage that we're we're experiencing that they might not be thinking about. Indeed. So, what are some actionable steps that companies can take to effectively utilize these tools that you've talked about? I think that's the easy part. You know, the market has a bunch of high quality choices where the shipper and broker and carrier can start immediately getting these benefits. You know, uh, you talked about us as a two-sided marketplace, us at Truck Stop. In our case, our customers are both the carrier and the broker and shipper. They can literally start using it within minutes of signing up. So it's it's user interface is very easy then, it sounds like. Exactly, uh, right. It's to keep the Spotify comment going, you know, you sign up, mm -hmm. you can start using it right away. Great. So a hot topic right now, of course, is artificial intelligence. And as AI and machine learning continue to develop, how do you see that impacting freight matching? All right, look out, because now you're in the uh, wheelhouse of the chief technology officer yeah. in me here. Okay. <laughs> so AI and machine learning are not new. Uh, mm -hmm. If we want to be precise, people have been working on AI since the 1950s. Maybe mm -hmm. not that successfully, but it's been around a really long time. And machine learning, which is just a subset of technologies that people use to take a bunch of data and try to learn something non-obvious using computer algorithms, that really kind of rose to prominence in the last decade. And pretty much everything we use day to day, everything from the next thing in your Netflix queue to if you search on Amazon for a toaster, you know, the recommendations it'll make for you, that's all machine learning. But the real news here is generative AI. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the explosion of ChatGPT and the other large language models, as we call them. That's the technical term for Bard and Llama and Anthropics, Claude. ChatGPT is by far the best known, but there's a whole family of these that are out now and more are coming. It's gonna be the Wild West for a while. And what's interesting from, I think, my perspective as a technologist, but also just as a business person, is to kind of separate the hype from what's really actionable. Mm -hmm. And this new wave, right, it's, there's so much hype that the real value sometimes gets buried in the noise. What we've found in our work, and we're heavily investing in generative AI, is that what it does well is a much smaller set than what it doesn't do well. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm going to make a prediction for you and your listeners. I think where this AI is going to make the biggest difference is in the user interfaces and the tools 
that we all use. You know, we think about user interfaces being web pages originally, and then we started having mobile apps. I think the next frontier is going to be conversational user interfaces where mm -hmm. we just talk to our systems and we just talk to our data. Uh, my prediction is that's the biggest change we'll see, and I think it's coming sooner rather than later. So is it similar to um, a little bit like the development with search engines where suddenly um, there was a movement you could just kind of type in a question as opposed to having to do like Boolean searches? Exactly. Like, yeah. And instead of Google, how it works by you have to match words or keywords. Now mm -hmm. the AIs are spectacular at knowing what you meant, right? So if right. I'm looking for a cheese omelet recipe, instead of having to find a recipe that has exactly the words cheese in the ex in exactly the word omelet, I can say dairy-based breakfast food <laughs> and it'll still find it, right? It, I, it's a silly example, but it's exactly where we're going and it's huge. Excellent. Excellent. So now kind of moving more towards the human side, um, how can shippers and carriers find the right freight management partner? What sort of questions should they be asking? Sure. I, I think it's probably not much different than finding any other vendor that mm -hmm. you're going to rely on, right? So most of our customers, both on the carrier side and on the broker and shipper side, these tools are part of their daily workflow, right? They're, they're really mm -hmm. important. So I think you start by thinking about maturity. You know, you want to use a tool that's been around. It's kind of well understood. There's a community around it where people understand and can help you. Uh, second, I think we think about the breadth of services that those tools or that company you're going to work with has, meaning it's just easier if you can make it a one-stop shop. You know, the more of the things that they have that you need, the better off you are. Um, I think cool tech and a way of working uh, that you personally can understand and feel comfortable with is huge. There is something to chemistry. Uh, silly example, uh, I'm an iPhone guy, but my wife's an Android person, right? And just because those devices speak to us and the important thing is if it doesn't speak to you, meaning you can't work with it easily every day, it's the wrong tool for you. Um, and that's where the maturity comes in with these tools because they really have gone through that process to make them good. And lastly, I'd say look for critical mass, meaning that even if all of the things I just mentioned are great, if you're looking for a freight marketplace and it doesn't have enough carriers and it doesn't have enough uh, brokers with loads, it's not gonna matter, right? However cool the tech right. is. But I think right. if you think of all those things together, you have the right choice. Right, well, Pete, that's really helpful advice and we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Once again, we have been speaking with Pete Lunenfeld from Truckstop. I am Susan Lacefield, and this has been Supply Chain in the Fast Lane. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is a co-production of the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. This episode has been brought to you by Here Technologies. Accelerate your business with location intelligence. Please subscribe to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane wherever you get your podcasts.